What's in the queue? 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 Had like seven something, and then they were on sale for six fifty, and I'm like, okay, well, cans of wine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Fine. And then the kid rang it up. Kid. The cashier rang it up. Yeah. And he's like, all right, dollar ninety nine. And they're like, hold okay. on, let me go get some more. Okay. If I had had more time, yes, I would have yeah. gone and like bought ten for us. Yeah, I mean, these are good. They're not bad. It's mm. wine out of a can. <laughs> Does this make us fucked up? I mean, um, we're drinking a can of wine in a closet. My goal for our podcast studio, aka my closet, mm-hmm. is to rig up a box wine chilling system yes and just like have it on tap here next to my shawls and stuff yeah yeah um one step further Mm. could we rig a series of like the bendy loopy straws so like one comes over to me and one goes over to you and we can just go and just i like that idea a lot better than just sticking your face under the tap yeah. Yeah, I like that better. I mean, we need yeah. to be elegant. We're ladies. <laughs> we drink <What>? from straws. <laughs> what? <laughs> Prove it. Prove it. <sighs> Girl, mm. we've been busy. Um, This is the second time we've seen each other today. I know. Psychic face. And third time we've seen each other this weekend. Oh my God, right? It's been a good weekend. Yeah. Been- you got to meet my twin. I did finally get to meet twin. And, and I love that she was like, can I hug you? Oh, yeah. We instantly hugged. All right. And, like, you were doing um, mom of the birthday girl party prep stuff. Like, yeah. Like, you know, getting people in, showing everybody where the drinks are, showing off Bruce Wayne, which yeah. we needed to discuss. Um, and instantaneously, Twin and I were just like, yeah, okay, we're friends now. Let's hang out. Yeah. Yeah. I love her. Yeah. Can we keep her? Yes. Yes. Okay, good. Good yes. Please... Tell the world about your pride and joy. I don't think it could be expressed in a frequency that people could hear, but other dogs could hear it. Because it's like, <laughs> it's like, oh, um, he is perfect. Like, I almost cried the other night. Like, <laughs> I almost cried. Like, I was giving him puppy kisses and telling him how much I love him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I really love him. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, because we took a week off for yeah. your maternity leave. For yeah. your dog-mernity leave. Dog-mom dog leave. Yeah. Paternity um, leave. Paternity leave. Oh, my God. That's so much better. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, I have met and petted Bruce twice now. Yes. Um, God, he's just a, he's a little ball of fluff and he just wants to lay next to you and then bite you a little yeah. bit, but like in a loving way. Yeah. Every morning I awake to him biting my face. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like we're working on like getting him down to the ground. Yeah, sure. Okay. No, we really are. Okay. Mm-hmm. We really are. And mm-hmm. he is getting better. Okay. And, but he does talk, he has talked to me. He does his the Frenchie talk. Now, what what is that? 
It's like, <laughs> it's like that. <laughs> um, and then last night I got even more awesome news. Okay. Our friends who currently own three Frenchies, they fell in love with him so much that they're getting his sister. The siblings oh can still be friends. Like, mm. like they'll know each other, right? I feel like, because, I mean, really, they've only going to be apart, like, two weeks. Yeah. I feel like they'll be like, hey. I recognize I, you. You're, right? Did Were you on the left nipple? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I did get attacked by their other Frenchie. Oh. Out of excitement. his okay. His nails weren't trimmed. So okay. now I have, like... A bruise here, a bruise here, and this bruise. Oh, uh, okay. From his nails. Okay. It's cool. Can I tell you about rope burns? Yes. I have rope burn on my feet. Oh, you do. I have oh, rope burn do. on my hands right here. Do you see this? Yes. Do you see this? What? That's going to be fun at work. That's like a, that's, I'm going to pop it today. That's like what? About a kidney bean size yeah. blister? Yeah. Um, I learned how to climb a rope today. Woo Get it. This month at Ariel. Uh, aerial circus stuff is like yeah. the silks and ropes and a pole that's hanging from the ceiling and I didn't have Wait, I didn't, there's a pole from the ceiling? It doesn't go all the way down to the floor it hangs from a rope. Don't give me the uh, are you stripping question. No. Okay. Because it doesn't touch the ground. It does not touch the so ground. So it is not a stripper pole. Thank you. But I'm fascinated to see this. Um, I will try to take some pictures next time. Yeah. Um, the shoes that I specifically got the instructor was like hey Bring in, like, kung fu shoes. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, really flexible bottom shoes. Right. Did that. They were so slippery, I just kept sliding off the rope, off mm. the pole, off everything. I couldn't... So I just kicked them off. Yeah. And then I just worked on silks and, and hoops and the rope so and stuff like that. Of but you. I actually... I didn't get to the top of the rope. Yeah. But I managed to get, like, three pull-ups on the rope. So, nice. like, midway up through the rope. I was very, very proud of myself. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because... I wouldn't have gotten It's very anywhere. hard. It's so hard. Yeah. I mean, you got a blister from actually doing something. Yes. I ripped the flesh off of my skin, off of my finger from opening a juice bottle. Yeah, that'll happen. Yep. Oh, so, you know, fine. two different lives. That's whatever. Um, yeah, hey. can, do you want to talk about Spirit? Uh, did Spirit Expo? We, that, we uh, I had a, gr- I'll just say, I had a great reading. Yeah. Oh, we now have crystals. Yes. On or not crystal? Well, gemstones yeah. on our uh, our uh, podcast studio desk, which is a uh, what is this word? Trunk. Thank you. Wow. I said nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for letting me just float on out there. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> uh, now, did you get a reading today? I didn't, and I'm kind of sad. That so I we're gonna need to read your cards when we're done. Okay. Okay. Um, this is What's in the Queue With Krishan and Emily Fresh off a a mini break For Krishana's paternity leave Yes Yes Uh We are here tonight For you For you Mm -hmm. Um, and we decided To do the Recovery Boys Yes Um, this one just kind of popped up Uh, you Mm -hmm. know how the trailers just play On the homepage Just, it was one of those And I cried watching the trailer. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, all right, let's check it out. Yeah. Wasn't exactly what I expected. No. 
But, I mean, I guess you could kind of say that about recovery from addiction. Like, yeah. It doesn't go like you expected. Yeah. Um, this is uh, in a region ravaged by opioid abuse. Four young men in a farming-based rehab forge a bond as they try to reinvent their lives after years of addiction. Okay. Yeah. Um, by director Elaine McMillan... No, excuse me. McMillian Sheldon. Um the way they gave that description of how they forge a bond, yeah, eh, not so much. And a little bit from, you know, what I understand, I, I have not been through a recovery addiction process. Correct. Um, but it's kind of like you get clean and you're you're doing all this stuff and you're in that setting, so you kind of almost get this euphoric. Like, I'm clean. I can take on the world. I can do anything now. Yeah. And so you do have... And I think when they were in that setting, I think they really did have that bond together. Yeah. I mean, they all, um, you know, cried talking about each other, this yeah. and that and the other thing. But let's get into them. Um, first yeah. of all, this is all at Jacob's Ladder Rehab in Aurora. Girl, you haven't even had all that can of wine yet. Hey, I'm doing this all in reverse, okay? Okie dokie. <laughs> or Aurora, West Virginia. Hey, you did. <laughs> um, Dr. Kevin Blankenship, he is the founder. Um, after he founded a chain of urgent care centers, he opened up the farm-based residential rehab um, basically in response to not having a lot of rehab options in West Virginia and because of his son's, uh, opi opioid addiction, uh, Jake. So, um, this is like a mission of love and... Yeah, this dude seems like he should get a lot more credit. Yeah, he really, I mean, this is a I really... I like this idea of a yes. rehab yeah, because it's not just you're in the center and it's da, 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 da. Right. like you're working and you're working hard mm -hmm. and it's, you know, not the idle hands and all those things. Right. Um, and, and really putting your rehab into action, you know, you have to care for other animals. You have to right. work the land. Like, I I love this idea for a rehab. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, because it's it's turning it's turning the I think we can call it addiction. I think you mm -hmm. can call it a self a self a type a type of self selfishness. Yeah. Because the addiction is telling you no me 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 me. Right. And you make all those bad decisions that affect everyone around you because you're not thinking about them. Right. But then yeah, like this idea that you turn it, you turn your attention to outside of you. Yes. In addition to working on yourself. Right. You know, like, I, I, I love it. Yeah. Um, so the main people are Jeff, Rush. I heart you. Adam and Ryan. <laughs> I heart you, Ryan, too. I, did, I also like Ryan. Yeah. Um, I, I like the guys with good hair, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jeff, uh, he was actually the first resident. Literally the first. Yeah, like... They weren't even all the way done yeah, building like paint, it. Paint was drying on the walls, <laughs> yeah. and Jeff moves in. <laughs> um, he 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 came straight from jail um, and to enter into the six month program. All these four guys go into the six month program. Um, he has two daughters that were two and three at the time. 
Um, and right away we kind of get a little bit of his background, like his brother's on heroin, um, his stepbrother overdosed. I mean, his, 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 his mom's OD'd. boyfriend's son. His stepbrother. Yeah. He, yeah, he OD'd. Um, dad died in a logging accident when yeah. he was like three. And then mom, mom, he makes it sound like she went to the bar and didn't come back for 13 years. Yeah. Like, dang. Yeah. So, I mean, already, he's already, he's already like coming from an addict's family. Yeah. You know? uh, his, yeah. Even, I mean, his other brother's in prison, his sister's on the run. Yeah. So just to set the scene of where he came from using drugs and alcohol and that whole lifestyle is literally all he knows. Oh yeah. You know, and he, I mean, especially initially he really pulled at me. So I'm like, right. I mean, he was born and kicked in the face, Yeah. you know, and there's no, how do you dig yourself out of that? You know, how do you stay away from that? If that's all, you know, exactly. Um, at, at first, it really does look like he's going to do well with sober living. Yes. At first, I, I genuinely thought he was going to succeed. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, and he was kind of talking about they were kind of in his stomping grounds. Er- right, you right, know. right. Um, and he was like, you know, I used to rob this house, that house, this house, you know, just to feed my addiction. Um, and And now his daughters are in foster care because his wife is also... addicted and um so these poor girls you know they're they're struggling already and they're just so young well and we we find out in the documentary that they one of the daughters was molested while in foster care like right and i thought right then he was gonna leave oh i did too oh I really thought he was going to go whoop somebody's ass. Yeah. But then, you know, a lot of this, it's not so much a lot of um, facts, facts, facts in this documentary. Right, right, right. It's really just hearing their story and them going through the process. Um, it's living with them for 18 months. Yeah. It so really is. I really think this is a good one to watch and, and just really, especially if you want to learn more about how somebody has to go through addiction and going through rehab. Um, I think this is really good good way to understand just get a peek into the world yeah you know i mean you'll never know unless you live it obviously right but you know like we all i think we all know someone who has had to go through some sort of recovery process yeah um no i okay my personal favorite rush okay i love rush yeah hey rush how you doing um he says he was an addict since he was i i'm starting to do the georgia hardstark thing of saying attic Instead of addict. <laughs> he was addicted. He has been addicted since about the age of 16. He says he's gone through 10 previous programs. Mm-hmm. And that he knew what to say to get out. So right. that he could just go get another fix. And I'm like, okay, but how do we know you're not doing that, doing right, that right now? now? Are you... Because, like, now you have a camera in your face. Like, mm-hmm. are you doing the same thing that you were? Yeah. Well, I think... I think that setting for him, he seemed to, like, super thrive in that. Oh, judging by how good his beard and hair got over the 17 right? months. Oh, my God. Dude ended up this ended up at the end of this documentary. Some kick-ass tattoos. Yeah. Uh, fucking hipster beard and hairstyle and, like, the cute dark glasses. Yes. 
He's adorable. He went. He went from zero to hero. Yeah, he, yeah. he turned into a hottie hipster for sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, please make please make some sort of uh, frappuccino for me, please. <laughs> Not to jump to the end and say that like, oh, you know, obviously no. he's looking good. That this is just, this is gonna be one of those documentaries where we just kind of like bob and weave everywhere on it. Yeah. Um, he also uh, lost his daughter uh, because of heroin. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know he. He talks with a lot of the guys, too, like, of going through that survivor's guilt. He's like, especially when um, Jeff was dealing with finding out about his daughter getting molested, he's like, you know, it's that survivor's guilt. It's that feeling of, well, if I hadn't have done this, she wouldn't have been in foster care mm-hmm. and that wouldn't have happened to her. Yeah, but, I mean, like, how far back does that go? Because, like, if your dad hadn't died in a logging accident, would your mom have gone on a drunken bender for 14 years? And, you know, if, if, you know, if she hadn't done that, would your other siblings have Mm -hmm. done this? You know, like, how, you can't go back, you can't go back like that. Right. Well, and I think to a point. I've had to teach myself that. Yeah. I think to a point it's good to recognize it in the sense of, owning your mistakes sure. so okay. you don't yes. repeat them yes. Yes. And, yes. and actually learn from your mistakes. So I think like to a point that's that's a good thing to reflect yes. upon. Yes. But when you start just like beating yourself over and over, mm-hmm. then you're living in the past and you're never going to move forward yeah. to the future. Yeah. So you got to kind of have that balance like, yeah. all right, I messed up there, mm-hmm. but I'm here now. I'm here yeah. now. And that and that's, that's kind of what yeah. the counselor was saying. He's like, but you're doing the things now, so yeah. that's not going to happen to her or your other daughter exactly. ever again. It, exactly. it, it's moving forward. Um, and he even, Rush even talks about, you know, he went to go shoot up with his friend Dealer. <laughs> and they were like, oh, by the way, my wife and I both have hep C. And he's like, coo, 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 and shot up anyways. Oh, my God. I died yeah i was like ah. well, oh and he did a little math he uh 70 of all iv users yes. have hep c um he says they have five needle users in the house so 3.5 of them have hep c and i'm like i did the math real quick on my yeah. calculator I'm like, he's correct yeah he did a good job good job rush yeah good job rush <laughs> <laughs> um and then next uh adam um he has overdosed 14 times yes um, he took from his grandmother so much that she is now 86 and, and having to go to work. So she's not homeless. Yeah. And she even, you know, sent him a letter of encouragement and saying, you know, that she forgives him. And I think that hit him really hard. It did. I think he was just like, I, I wouldn't forgive me. I wouldn't yeah. forgive somebody that did that to me. And she still forgives me. So I think he felt that. Somebody still loves me, even though I screwed up so bad. Well, it, it, she and she she definitely loves him enough to write this letter. But I mean, let's not forget, forgiveness is not for you; it's for me. Yeah, it's not for what you've done to me. It's me letting go of the hurt that you've done to me, right? So that I can keep going, right? And I I, I hope, like I hope he learned that. I hope he learned that. I don't know. They don't. They, they don't cover. It. They don't cover in the documentary. Let's see. We'll see. <laughs> um, and you know, so it, while he's in the program, he turns twenty-two. I mean, so just so you realize that these guys are all super. They are young. babies. Like I think the oldest was maybe Jeff at twenty-six. Yeah, like, dude. So put that in perspective. 
Adam turned 22 in the program. He OD'd 14 times. Rush has been in and out of rehab 10 times since yeah. he was 16. Yeah. Let that sink in, dude. That's Busy crazy. lives. Yeah. All right, here's your favorite. And then Ryan. Ryan is the first in the house to come and detox. All the other guys were in jail or they already detoxed before they came to the center. Um, so Ryan comes in and we don't see him for a while because he's detoxing. And I'm sure. Like, I'm 50-50. Like, I think it would have been on one hand good to see somebody detoxing. It's not no, yeah. it, it's really, really bad from it, everything I've heard and seen before, but I think it would have been good for this documentary yeah. because you, it's really exposing the process of rehab and what it means to go off these drugs. And, yeah. um, and you know, maybe that was something that he wasn't comfortable showing. Right. And, and I you get know? that. I and get as that. A totally. Yeah. Like, totally. I would never pressure anyone to show No, it. no, no, And no, I've no, seen no. enough of that celebrity rehab with Dr. Drew. I don't even know if that counts <laughs> to know that, like, it's not good. Yeah. I mean, I totally get the privacy thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not saying anything like that. It would, it would have been interesting, yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I watched that heroin, the other heroin doc. I want to cover that because okay. I saw an interview with that director on uh, Meet the Press. Okay, cool. Yes. Yeah, and that shows some pretty messed up stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, we definitely need to cover that one. Anyways, um, so, you know, he's, he's having to go through detox and he... You know, the other guys kind of talked about with him detoxing, it kind of changed the mood in the house because they know what he's going through and he's hurting and sick and all that stuff. So it's kind of like bringing the mood down. But he finally comes out after a week. Yeah. um, And he is ready. I mean, he... he They give him some nut clippers? Oh, I know. What? Okay. Again, I am a suburban princess. Yeah. I don't know about farm animals. What did they do to that? Animal. I'm assuming it's like it clamps and cuts at the same time. Like, because they definitely grab some balls, put yeah. it through a thing, yeah, and then, yeah, I'm assuming it's something that it'll probably put like a clamp around the skin, okay, and then it cuts like right above it and cuts the nuts off, okay. But hey, why? if you know anything about farming, <laughs> please email us. What's I'm, in the queue at gmail.com? What did they do to those nuts? I'm just saying why, because don't you want that animal to make more animals? Are you saving that animal for veal? Oh. That, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Anywho. Anyways. Um, yeah. So, so, uh, the guys, you know, they're working on this farm. Um, they're going to their classes and counseling and talking through that stuff. Um, the first kind of thing that they go out to do as a group is Overdose Awareness Day at the Capitol. Um, a lot of people were placing shoes on the steps of the Capitol, you know, representing, you know, knowing somebody that's passed. Um, and the guys are kind of all sitting there hearing the list of names being read. And, you know, they, you know, mentioned a 16-year-old and the guy's kind of talking about that. And um, I think it helped them bond and two it's like hey remember like you're lucky you're yeah. you're in rehab you're not a pair of shoes on those steps right um so i like that it was really poetic and i think a really good thing for them to do well and especially given the way the documentary ends which yeah, yeah we'll get yeah. there um i want to talk about the barn dance mm-hmm. 
The barn dance was adorable. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, Aurora has a community dance. It seemed like every fall. Yeah. It looked like it was just every old person in town. Yeah. They had some great bluegrass. Yes. Uh, good square dancing. Sawdust on the floor. Jeff got super lost in a dance. <laughs> <laughs> they all seemed like they so got adorable. pretty lost. But they were they were super nervous. A lot of them were super nervous about going in the first place. They were like, I, I don't want to go because they're going to judge us because they're going to know that we're here in rehab. Yeah. And, you know, they're all just going to be jerks. And Ryan quickly says, you don't know that. They're yeah. not thinking that. We need to go have fun. Yeah. It's important. And this is a little test. There's alcohol there. This is a test of being out in the real world. Mm-hmm. And dang it, I want to have fun too. Yeah. I deserve so, to have some fun while I work. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So adorable. I know. I just love God, it. Was so, <laughs> so they go and they do have a blast. Um, so next up, we have Jeff, Rush, and Adam. They graduate. Yay. Um, Kevin, uh, the the founder, excuse me. Um, the canned wine's getting you. <laughs> it is. Um, he, he has a sober house. He decided to get a sober house. So you're kind of like transitioning from being in full control rehab to like one step out the door. Sure. Well, um, and let's not forget, most of these young guys come from families that are a lot of they have a lot of users in them yeah communities that have a lot of users in them it would be super easy if you just waltzed out of rehab like nope um six months sober um good to go like you would fall off that wagon so oh yeah definitely um and the house wasn't even totally finished yet um kevin decided all right if you guys want to move in and still work on it yeah that's cool you know i mean you're learning construction stuff this is good for future employment good skills still keeping you busy yeah um, Jeff, uh, actually gets a job for Jacob's letter, uh, being a driver. Mm-hmm. Um, he drives, uh, Russian Adam who got a job at the coal mine. Oh, poor buddies. Dudes. Sorry, dudes. And then it made me think of Zoolander. <laughs> and I was just like waiting for like the cotton balls to like clean out their face. And... <laughs> yeah. We've been saying a lot of merman this weekend anyway. Oh, no. So, <laughs> um, so they're, they're, they're basically in the every day of the rest of your life yeah. stage where it's like, okay, well I've accomplished this thing. Yeah. Now what? Yeah. And they're getting bored. Ugh. They're in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and then maybe they kind of start drinking a little bit. I mean, just like a little bit. I mean, Jeff just like kind of sort of crashed his car into a lady's house and then kind of sort of drove away. It's bad. Don't do that. And he was probably kind of sort of driving a Jacob's Ladder vehicle. I mean, (laughs) I could see that probably happening. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... Oh, that sit down. Uh, basically... So Jasmine drinking and Rush and Adam, you know, they've, they've all been drinking. So they have to have this meeting... Um, Jeff is at his limit of getting chances through the court system and potentially going to lose his kids over this. So they, the, the Jacob's Ladder crew has to decide what they're going to do. And they say they cannot live in that sober house anymore Mm -hmm. because now they've all covered for each other and they, you know, basically buddied up. Um, Rush, uh, 
they agree to have him start over in the program and he says yep I'll do it I'm I did screw up but this is the first time I haven't just run off when I get in trouble after listening to him say I know what to say to I know I'm like but can I trust you can I trust you yeah I think I think you know they they trusted him I mean because they did let him back in the program um Adam had agreed to go to another sober living place in Minnesota um he didn't go JK um and then Jeff he's like well I'm already screwed I'm not gonna get my kids back blah 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 bye and he leaves. Well, he, he goes to his mother-in-law's. Yeah. And he does stay with his kids for a little bit. And then the harsh reality of being a parent yeah. and trying to be sober hits him like a ton of bricks. Yeah. I mean, we have the luxury that, yeah, we'll go have a glass of wine every once in a while. But, like, right. we are also not recovering addicts who right. did a lot of dope every day. Mm-hmm. Um, can, can we talk about how good Ryan's doing, though? Yeah. Can we just, like, bring it up for just a minute? Yeah. Krishan's uh, favorite Ryan. <laughs> um, He's doing okay. Yeah. When Ryan graduated, he moved into his own place. Um, he rode his bicycle in the winter to his kitchen job. He just was doing really good. Um, he ended up working for a recovery center as a recovery coach. Um, and by the end of the documentary, he had 21 months sober. Yeah. And he, like, cleaned up, and he looks really good. Shaved his hair. I know. I mean, I get it. Well, and he was the one that kind of talked about, um, you know, the outside perception that yes. I am a druggie. I, yeah. I I have the long hair. I have the beard. You know, like, I look... Every one of my shirts is a Grateful Dead shirt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's like, I'm hoping that when I feel changed and good on the inside that that can reflect on my outside and he you know he did he Ryan he, is so insightful like he is the yeah. most insightful out of all of them yeah he's got that hippie soul to him I heart him yeah I do like him I'm really proud of you Ryan yes okay. also you're a good songwriter yeah 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 right? I like his songs I yeah. was really worried because he brought that guitar out. I'm like oh god no he's gonna be that guy with the guitar at the fire yeah but he's got really good music <laughs> yeah, he did good um Adam. Um, so one of the counselors came to visit Adam, kind of check in with him. Um, well, cause he failed a drug test. Yeah. And he, so he worked out a deal with Jacob's ladder to get him a car. And the conditions of that were if they needed a drug test, he had to pee and he had to pass. Yeah. And that was the end of it. Yeah. A- Adam and Jeff both kind of had these things going on where they wanted Jacob's Ladder wanted to drug test them at any given minute, mm-hmm. and they both really chafed at that. Mm-hmm. Which, given what we what Jeff ended up doing, and then once we're about to talk about Adam, I'm like, yeah. oh well, now I see why you didn't want to take those drug tests all the time. Right, you don't have a problem with it if everything's all good. And I know, okay, I, know I get the, the annoyance of it. There's the annoyance, and again, he's got to take a day off work for it, or he's got right. to take time away from work. I get it, but like, you get to the point where well. And there's privacy issues as well because it's like you want to live your own life. Right. But like you've proven that 
you can't make this good decision on your own. Exactly. And you've gone to these people in the past for help. Well, and it was no surprise when he signed the deal with them. Like, right. they told him what yeah. they expected of him. This is not him. fine print down below. Yeah. So, one of the counselors had stopped by to see Adam and kind of touch base with him about everything. And he was obviously high. Yeah. Um, and he you denied, denied, yeah. denied. And you could just tell. Um, and the counselor could tell. Okay, first viewing, because I don't have a lot of experience with drug users. Yeah. Like, no, like, I know when somebody's drunk. Yeah. But, like, I don't know what to look for. Second viewing, I'm like, oh. Yeah. Oh, that. Yeah. I get it now. Well, even the way, like, because he's, like, having a snack or whatever, and he, like, closes the bag, and, like, the way he's, like, closes the bag, like, woo! Yeah. Yeah, it okay. was. I mean, as somebody that doesn't have full control. Okay. You know, because you could tell the difference between somebody like just being fun and uh-huh. somebody like, I'm hi. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, so he, it, we catch back up with him um, and he says, you know, he's ready to come back to rehab. You know, he did admit to getting back onto drugs. Um, but he's like, hey, I want to, I want to come back and me another chance. And they're like, yeah, dude. Come on. Come on, yeah. Two days later, J.K. LOL smiley face him out. He's like, deuces. I want to be on drugs. Um, Addiction sucks. It really super sucks because it just fucking sucks. Uh, I think who was it? Was it Adam? It was like it. People do heroin because it's freaking awesome. He's like, you try it, you're addicted. Yeah. Because it feels that good. Okay, can like. Like, just a qu- little quick chemistry lesson. Yeah. The the chemicals that get released in your brain when you are doing opioids yeah. is, like, the most orgasmic, delighted, happy, everything. And it's a giant surge of it all at once. Yeah. And, you know, it becomes a problem when you take one thing mm-hmm. once... You try that thing again, it doesn't get you the same high, so you have to do more. Yeah. And then more. And then more. Mm-hmm. Now, I noticed a lot of these guys did heroin, and I think that's because of, like, the economic yeah. uh, situation in the area. Yeah. But a lot of this country started out with Oxycontins and Percocets mm-hmm. and pills that the fucking pharmaceutical... I'm, I'm putting my tinfoil hat on for a second. Get the fucking it. pharmaceutical industry mm-hmm. just decided literally sold us the idea that no this is a non-addictive uh pain relief medication that will last for 12 hours you only have to take two a day and your pain's going to be gone even though i'm not going to tell you that our tests literally said that the pain comes back in four to six maybe eight hours generally eight hours yeah so i'm going to tell you to take two pills a day you're actually going to end up taking four pills a day but then you keep taking these pills and you don't feel good so then you gotta go take more pills and then you just take more pills and more pills and more pills and the pharmaceutical is just like thank you for your money and you know Fuck you if you need help after that. That's not my problem. I already have your money. Bye. Yeah. I really don't like Big Pharma. No. I'm um, sorry I went on that rant. No. Thank you for doing that because... Purdue Pharmaceuticals, you're ruining this country. Thank you. Bye. Um, it reminded me, I started watching um, a little doc the other day, and of course, Netflix doesn't like to keep my things in order, Why would you need order so I can 
find it. Can you remember any keyword from the doc? No. Okay. <laughs> but, um, crap. Because oh it was actually really good. Um, and it was pissing me off. Um, because it starts off talking about, uh, like these women that got this, um, like a uh, birth control, like a, a sterilization type thing. Um, and now like their bodies are ruined. Like everything health that could go wrong with mm-hmm. them is going wrong with them. That sounds about right. Um, and it's like example after example after example of how the FDA sucks mm-hmm. and how these uh, companies, you know, Johnson & Johnson, all these yeah. big companies that are part of pharma don't care about you. Now, if you want a really good, concise, under two-hour history of opioid use in America, go listen to The Dollop with Dave Anthony and uh, Gareth Reynolds. Uh, they do a lot of comedy. Uh, so you get a little bit of comedy with the yeah. industry. I know I've talked about them on the podcast before. They have an episode about opioid use in America that will just piss you the fuck off. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, so um, Adam, um, it ends up with Adam uh, starting, he started a new job and he's on uh, Suboxone. Sub- Suboxone. It's, a, it's, a, um, it's an opioid replacement. Yeah. It's something that can ease you off of the need for heroin. Is it like the uh, Anabius kind of? I think thing? I think they're comparable. Yes. Okay. Uh, I, I, that's kind of what I'm I assumed sure. it was. Yeah, you know? yeah. It, it basically um, just, it'll wean you off because if you're going to a clinic to get this regulated opioid, they can give you start you out with a big dose and then next time give you a little bit less. But you're not going to hurt as much when you're coming off of it. Right. Yeah. Right. Which. Hey, hey, that's not no, a bad between, thing. Between that and needle exchanges, do you know how much we could cut down mm-hmm. on HIV and hepatitis C? And in, Oh, okay. Here's another fucking rant for you. <laughs> Indiana almost had a needle exchange program until our wonderful former governor, uh, one Michael Pence, decided, no, that's not the Christian thing to do. Yeah. Jesus, that suffer. Okay. I just threw my book. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Okay. We need to calm down. I'm sorry. Okay. Look at the courts. Calm, <laughs> calm down. Okay. I just, I just... There's just so many ways to fix this. Okay. Okay. So, uh, at the end of the doc, you know, it basically says Adam is working and lives with his mom. He's... he's, he's it a, did he's not okay. say anything about him being sober. Uh, it did not. Well, and as you can see in some of the last interviews with him and his mom, he is not sober. No. 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 I hope um, he's doing okay. Yeah, dude. Come on. You're a cool dude. Can we talk about Rush? Yeah. Oh, okay. So we already know that he becomes a beautiful hipster butterfly. Yeah. Uh, blossoming out of the cocoon of addiction. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's got like what seventeen months? Yes. Uh, sobriety under his belt. He works in construction. He's got a great beard. Yeah. Oh, such a great beard. Yeah. He's yeah. A, he's a cool dude, man. Yeah. Um. So and last but not least, Jeff. So. Hmm. Once Jeff uh, left uh, the sober house, um, he, you know, he was living with his mom and his daughter struggling, and then nobody could get a hold of him. His phone was disconnected. Mm, he was in jail, mm-hmm. um, and he, it, before he went to jail, 
he skipped, you know, part of the conditions of his parole in the first place was going to meetings and giving drug tests and, you know, checking in with his parole officer. He didn't do any of that. So he goes before the judge. And at first I was like, this judge is going to say nope. Yeah. But I thought that too. He gave him another shot. Yeah. Um, and then he broke pro- probation again. So he was in jail for 30 days. Um, he gets out and he was talking about, he's like, man, I'm a three-time felon. Like, I can't Nobody's get a job. Like, yeah. this and that and the other thing. And his probation officer was like, but you did that. Yeah. So. Well, <laughs> and, and the, the problem that Jeff said he had was because of the conditions of his probation, after getting out of jail, yeah. he had to stay in Morgantown, West Virginia. Yeah. And there's nothing for him. In Morgantown. He Besides has no, drugs. He has no family there. Yeah. He has... He said he could go to this one, uh, like, halfway house full of a bunch of addicts. Homeless... Yeah. I said it right. Homeless addicts. Whew, that word is tough now. <laughs> He's like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. So he fucking bounces. Um, he ends up back at Jacob's ladder after he OD'd. Yeah. So, basically, um, what one of the counselors was uh, talking to him about is... He was on the side of the road and other junkie people were like splashing water on him trying to wake him up and a passerby just happened to see and called EMS. Um, or like, else he probably would have just been dead. Yeah, because nobody else would have called the ambulance for him. No. Like, um, he would just been another dead junkie. Yeah. Um, and then by the end of the dock, he was MIA again. <sighs> Jeff. Why do we end on Jeff? We should have ended on Russian Ryan. Yeah. Russian Ryan are doing great. Yay. Happy. Yeah. Jeff, I, I hope you're alive. Same. And I hope that seeing yourself in this documentary and by some miracle you hear us, dude, I hope you get clean or I hope you are clean. I know there's a good dude in there. I, I, I could see him. Oh, yeah. There were when he was flashes sober, of him. You could see a good dude. Well, and even when he was sober and struggling with his kids, yeah. like, I saw, I saw that he wants to be a good dad. Yes. It's hard. Oh. It's hard to be a parent if you don't have an addiction problem. Do you know how many times I've had to yell, no, quit putting your butt on that? Like, <laughs> there's, there's no easy way to be a, a parent. Yeah. Try yoga. Try meditation. Oh, they were doing yoga. Yeah, Ryan was. Ryan kept it up. Yeah. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. So I I hope all four of these dudes and everybody that goes through rehab like I want the best for you. Do you think it's gonna be weird? Like, would you, do you think it'd be weird to watch a documentary of you? Yes. Like, cause I mean, most documentaries, a lot of the documentaries we cover cover yeah. regular people. Yeah. And I never, I never thought about it until this specific documentary about like, oh shit, those are just four dudes in West Virginia. Yeah. Like. Yeah. In Monongahela. Okay. So in the courtroom, you know how it said, uh, it looks like Mon, uh, Monongilia or something like that. It's actually, I learned this thanks to the McElroy brothers on uh, the Adventure Zone. Uh, it's actually Monongahela, and I was very happy that I finally got the... Gary! Hi, what are you doing here? Oh, quick Gary cameo. Gary, Gary. Hi! Uh, what's on your face? Oh, probably uh, mulch or something. He's fine. Gary, breathe heavily into the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> now he stops. Well, you know, 
we're wrapping up anyway. That was hey, that was your Gary Corner. Yeah. Um, uh, I hope everybody's doing cool. I want to yeah. go see if like Jacob's Ladder has a Twitter or something, and yeah, go follow him um, and stuff. Uh, hugs, not drugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, don't hug me. Mm. I will decide hugs on a case by case basis. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, go follow us on all the crap. Yes, all the evil it's social media. It's just it's awful. But if you follow us. Yeah. Like, we're cool. You're cool. If you're listening to this, you're obviously cool. Yeah. So, like, we can just be cool together. Yeah. And Um, on my Twitter, I have started um, a mini episode of Bruce and my cat, Rocky, how their friendship is going. I mean, you might as well set up an Instagram for the two of them. Hi, Gary. Well, there's not going to be a lot of pictures of them next to each other. Not yet. There's, like, one, and they're, like, all the way across the room, and the cat's like, I want to murder you. And Bruce is like, hey! That's why you take advantage of the uh, multi-picture aspect of Instagram, where you can upload many pictures at once, and then you can toggle back and forth between, you know, Bruce and Kitty. Bruce and Kitty. Yeah. I mean, the cat's, he lives under the bed. For now. So. Yeah. You know, It'll be fine. A lot of flashes, a lot of red-eyed cat. <laughs> <laughs> There's a niche for that. Yeah. Um, hey, have you seen a documentary that you like? Um, Gary, have Gary? you seen a documentary that you like? Well, I really hope that um, two of the documentaries that we want to watch, I hope we can magically find a way to watch them. Yes, we are working on that. Um, because I want to watch yes. them. Gary, I can't hold you right now. I'm sorry. What, why is it when we give you a chance to speak, you don't speak? Wait, if we get quiet, he stops. Oh, just kidding. Right. Anywho. Um, do definitely watch Recovery Boys. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's it. Yeah. All right. We I'm love done, you. I'm done with you. Uh, no, she doesn't oh. mean it that way. We love you. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.